Thanks to Sana Skin Studio for supporting the No podcast. Sana is a skin studio that is shifting the relationship with your skin and your products through goal-driven facials, real guidance, and clean skincare. Stay tuned for our promo code so you can receive $25 off of your first facial at Sana Skin Studio. Welcome to the No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of The No with me, Nikki Spo. I'm so happy that you are back for more, and we have another solo episode today. And today, I'm talking about what advice I would give to myself in my 20s, okay? What I would tell myself in my 20s. I'm not going to lie. My life has not always been easy and there were some really shitty things that happened in my 20s. But like overall, looking back, I'm really proud of how I handled certain aspects of my life and I'm grateful for most of my experiences. That said, when I was in my 20s, you couldn't tell me anything. One of the main things I wish I had done in my 20s was be open to receiving more feedback and taking advice, like life advice. I was such a goal digger, goal digger, right? That when I would get like a 97 on my paper in my art history courses in college, I would be like knocking on my professor's office door. Like, how can I improve? Why didn't I get a 100? Why did I get a 97? Tell me all the things I need to do. How do I get a 100? When I was evaluated at the end of the year as a teacher, If I scored anything less than like the top score, I would ask my administrator like why I had scored low in that area and I wanted to know how I could have scored better. So like in that regard, I was like, yes, I want to improve. But like when it came to – I was like that in dance too and like performance. I always wanted to get get it right, right? But when it came to life, I think that like my life felt like such a tornado in my 20s and I was really just trying to make it all work that I never really slowed down enough to – ask for advice. And even if I did, which was usually like in a backhanded, like um, not really trying to ask for advice, but like, what should I do here? Low key. I don't even know that I was like really ready to hear it. Um, And I didn't think that like anybody could understand me and like my life experiences as if I was like so unique that like I neglected advice even when it was given right? So the main thing I would tell myself, my 20s self, is to take the damn advice, all right? Which is the whole reason for this episode. Something that I am so passionate about today is like having the ability to connect and like the desire, like I actually have the desire to connect with other women and women of all ages. Like today, I love connecting with women who are older than me to see how they've achieved their life love, family, and professional goals. I love connecting with women who are younger than me, whose energy and optimism often inspire the heck out of me. I want to talk to all the ladies because camaraderie and authenticity are the pillars of the know, and I want to feel all the feels and look at all the perspectives. So this episode is definitely geared towards the 20-somethings, and here is what I would tell my 20s self. First up, Start earning your own money as soon as possible. Even if you're still in school and even if your parents support you or help out or you have whatever, a sky daddy, sugar daddy, whoever's helping you out in your life, there's nothing like getting real life work experience in which you are 
earning actual wages. Okay, that money is yours. It will foster a sense of independence and confidence. Like you did that, girlfriend. You are capable. I would also tell myself to keep saving that money. Okay. If you listen to my money story, then you know that I was like a serial saver almost to a fault. I would tell myself, I'd be like, all right, Nikki, 20, 20 something year old Nikki, keep up the good work in that department. You're doing the right thing. You know, there were times like I felt jealous of the things or experiences that some of my friends had, but having my own little nest egg really served me in the long run. And I'm grateful that all of that hard work paid off, like literally paid off. Here's the thing. I was so busy working and earning money to support myself that I didn't create as much access for myself to get like work experience in the form of internships. So obviously like saving money was a huge thing for me, but I do wish that I had been a little bit more flexible and willing to seek out and take internship opportunities, whether they were paid or just paid very little. I think that the connections you can make through these opportunities can really pay off down the line. And so I would tell myself like my 20 self, take the internship, even if that means you're going to take less money or maybe not get anything, any financial benefit from that internship, like the work experience and the connections are going to be well worth it. So that's what I would tell myself. You know, you don't have to have it all figured out. Don't let your friends, social media, or even like your parents make you feel like you need to have it all together. I see our 20s as a time of self-discovery, growth, and learning. And like, granted, we are doing those things, sure, for like our whole lives. But I think our 20s is a really magical time to not have it all together, to make the mistakes and be kind to yourself. I actually think it's crazy that we like go into college, we pick a major, and we spend thousands and thousands of dollars on that specific area of education when we are so young, as if we like really know ourselves. And listen, some people do, and that's amazing. Like, go for that shit. Do it up, college or not. But if you don't know, like, that's okay. For me, I had so many different things that I was passionate about, dance, art, fashion. And it was, and to be honest, it still is, like, hard for me to, like, narrow it down. And back in my 20s, I used to feel, like, so insecure and guilty for not knowing what I wanted and what I wanted to do. So I would say to my 20 self, it's okay. You don't have to know. Just be willing to keep trying different things to see what makes you feel good, fulfilled, and rewarded in all of the ways, like on a soul level and also a financial level. So that brings me to like, you know, when I think about like the internships that I wish I had taken, like don't burn bridges. That's something else that I would tell my 20 self. Don't burn bridges. I had a nasty chip on my shoulder that coupled with my insecurities, did not make for the best networking Nikki. Okay. I was not the best networking Nikki. I was quick to burn bridges at worst and at like at best, like just not like nurture them. Right. So like on a good day, I'd be like, okay, maybe I'm like, and it all stemmed from insecurity. Like, I don't think I was intentionally not nurturing. I think I was just insecure and shy and like, didn't know what to do. But like, I would tell myself back then, like, nurture those relationships and don't burn the bridges. Like this has a lot to do with those pesky insecurities, but also with ego. So I would tell myself to take the ego out of the conversation, like really get out of your own way. Realize that while you are all 
the magical things in the universe, there is still a very real part of the equation that says you ain't shit. So stay humble and willing to learn without letting your ego get the best of you. Like, yes, stand up for what you deserve. Ask for what you want. Know when to decline offers or walk away, but do all of that from a place of purity and not manipulation and like not with a puffed up chest. Okay. Like pay attention to that too, because we aren't always even aware that we're doing that. Okay. On that note, like, no, you aren't always going to be qualified for the best position out of school and it's okay to be the person who gets the coffee and takes out the trash and organizes the documents and preps for the boss. It's actually an amazing opportunity. You get to start from the bottom and really see how it's done. Most quality leaders would never have their employees doing something they themselves have never done. I want to encourage you to look at every single opportunity, no matter how small, as a foot in the door. And it's as simple as saying, like, I get to do this instead of say, thinking to yourself, like, oh, I have to go into work today. I have to go, like, do this low-level job. I'm This is way below my pay grade. I'm smarter than this. Like, yes, you might be, but you still have to learn the ropes. And learning the ropes is, like, a very important part of the equation, all right? So, it's all about like, no matter how small the opportunity is, you can view it, choose to view it as a foot in the door. Sometimes you might not even know like what door that's going to be opening. All right. But it's a foot in. I want to take a minute to thank our sponsors, Sana Skin Studio. The best way for me to describe Sana is that it feels like coming home. Unlike traditional facials, Sana's facials are rooted in education. And I love this so much. Every experience I've had at Sana has been a chance to learn more about my skin and its needs. I love that the facials are effective while also being accessible enough to be a monthly ritual rather than a yearly splurge. I'm honored to be able to provide our audience with a promo code. Use the code THENOGLOW for $25 off of your first facial at Sana when booking via sanaskinstudio.com. Something else that I would tell myself in my 20s, this is something else I would tell myself in my 20s. I feel like that should be a tongue twister. Um, date. I would tell myself to date. Okay. This is a this is loaded. <laughs> and I could cover like a zillion micro topics on dating in your 20s. <laughs> I mean, I've sure like had a bunch of really funny conversations about this that like don't need to be on a national podcast. But yeah, in your 20s, date. The overall theme is date and date without remorse about saying no to the things you don't want or don't want to do and don't have remorse about asking for what you want also. Okay. The same way we're learning about our likes in the professional world, we are also learning our preferences when it comes to developing romantic relationships. This makes me think a lot about sex. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Cause like dating and sex, they like go hand in hand. So I remember feeling really, really, really ashamed of the fact that I wasn't going to marry the person that I lost my virginity to. Okay. Like looking back, I think that is ridiculous. I like, I'm not here to suggest promiscuity and I'm not even here to say that like you shouldn't marry the, the person you lose your virginity to. Like, that's not bad. Like I'm just saying, I don't think it's even a thing that matters. I don't think shame 
as a whole needs to have a place when it comes to love and romance. All right. I want to take shame away from the topic of love and romance. I did receive this piece of advice early on though, and um, it always stuck with me. A trusted confidant in my life once told me that I wasn't a bad person for exploring my options, but that I should not give my body up with ease, all right? To be intentional about who I chose to share myself with. And that's not to say that things always needed to be serious to like qualify for sex, but it did mean that I wanted to make sure there were mutual, consensual, and pure feelings before I chose to be intimate with someone. It was advice that mostly served me well. I think it's like, that was an awesome piece of advice that I like took early on. And I was like, you know what? I like, there's no sense in like sleeping around in the sense of like people, people who don't matter to me. I don't recall like feeling disrespected or taken advantage of, especially if I was following that advice. I feel like most of my experiences, it's not, I mean, I'm not, (laughs) there weren't like a million experiences. Okay. People. All right. Before you were like, holy shit. No, no. All right. But I do feel like most of my experiences were pure and like well-intentioned. Oh yeah. Except that one time that I discovered that one night stands are not my thing. I can't even believe that like that I'm telling you guys this on on my fucking podcast, but whatever. Like we're here and I'm here. I'm talking to the 20 year olds, right? Like the 20 somethings. Okay. It would have been, the reason I'm bringing this up is because it would have been easy for me in my early 20s. And I saw countless girlfriends of mine like fall into this trap to think that like I was or they were important or valued simply because like someone wanted to sleep with me or them. Like that is not what makes you important or valuable or cherished. Okay. Like that cannot be the standard. It just can't be the standard or like to masquerade, like my exploration in the form of like randoms as like fun. That's not the case. And I'm grateful that it was a lesson I was able to learn quickly and that I had the awareness at the time to say, yeah, this is not for me. This doesn't sit right with me. I don't like how this feels. So if I had to tell my 20 self something in this department, I would say the takeaway from this is like, learn your lessons the first time around. So you don't have to keep feeling like shit over the same stuff all the time. Like fool me once, right? Shame on you and fool me twice. Shame on me. But like on the note of like, I said, we weren't going to like shame had no place, right? Fine. But you get what I'm saying on the note, when people like show you who they are, believe them. This one, like, I do want to say that I I do believe in giving people chances to grow as long as there's like pure intent and you are capable, you are capable of setting healthy boundaries for yourself. I do believe that people can change. However, if someone repeatedly treats you in a way that you do not like, know this, it is your job to set the boundary or make the break. That's all. Like, I don't think I had the confidence like back then to, to say like, this is my boundary. Like I'm saying, I don't like this and I'm, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. And I'm not, not just like in romantic relationships, but I mean, in people, like just relationships with people in life. Um, I think I spent too much time trying to be liked in a world that like, you're not going to like, everybody's not going to like you and I'm not going to like everyone. And that's okay. Like 
it's okay to have high standards, but also be realistic and be willing to walk away from people, places, and things that you don't like and like trusting yourself on that. It's your responsibility to yourself. So when I was imagining this episode, like the main phrase that kept coming back to me when I was thinking about what I would tell my 20s self is, thank you for dancing. Like if I could tell Nikki in her 20s anything, I would say thank you for dancing. For me, it was dancing that opened my world up to the rest of like the arts. It opened my world up to endless possibilities and it gave me tremendous hope. I made some of the best friends I could have asked for who are still my best friends today. I eventually met my husband and got to create a beautiful family and life. So I would tell 20-somethings everywhere to hold on to whatever it is for you that makes you feel the spark, like the twinkle in your eye, what makes you feel alive and connected. Like for me, that was dance for you. It's something, whatever it is, right? Make sure you keep it in your life as a part of your magic. It will serve you in ways that you can't imagine and that you can't foresee. And as I wrap up, like while I spent so much time worrying about like what would become of me. Like I think I had the biggest question I had in my 20s is like, what is my life going to look like? Like, what is my life going to be like? What's going to happen? You know, like I was like very, I had a, like a big desire to like arrive already instead of having the mindset that this is like, this life is mine. It's the only one that I'm going to get. And it's already happening. Right. And to like pause and be grateful for that. You know, I, I kind of felt like I guess I would tell myself back the 20s version of myself or anybody in their 20s who's listening is like, don't waste the moments of potential joy, like worrying about what the future is going to be like. Obviously, you're going to want to set goals for yourself so that you can get to like where you want to go, where you want your life to go. But like, don't spend so much time worrying about the future and what's going to become of you that you like lose sight of all the great things that are happening in your life right now. Um, you You get older and then you're like, oh my gosh, that time in my life was so fun, you know? And hopefully like you have the sense of awareness and like the trust in yourself that you can like pause at every stage in your life and say, wow, this right now is the best time of my life. Like I know that the the version of myself that I was in, in my 20s was, was unique and special in its own way. And I have very few regrets and the ones that I do have, I'm open to sharing them and open to learning from them. And I don't have any shame, like thoughts of shame in regards to them. But I also know that like today, I'm like, this is the best time of my life right now. And I want that for everybody in their twenties, like as they, as they grow and as they like learn and as they become more of themselves. Okay. Like it's going to be okay. And to trust the divine timing of your life. Okay. That is, is one of the things that I wish I had learned early on is like to trust the divine timing of my life. And it doesn't, it sucks because like sometimes you don't have the answers and you're like, I just want the freaking answer. Right. Like, I just want to know where this is going. Like none of this makes sense. What's happening. Why is it happening? And you have all these questions. Like it all makes sense in hindsight and good thing, bad thing, who knows, you know, like trust the divine timing of your life. I think all of these moments we can take to pause and reflect and find the good in it, even when things can be shitty. Okay. And that's like not, I'm not trying to do like that positive bypassing, like spiritual bypassing and toxic, toxic positivity. I can't talk, but toxic positivity. That's how I feel about it. But I'm just saying that we can also, we can always take the time to like stop 
and appreciate like what we have going for ourselves right now. And I think that I wish in my 20s that I had appreciated my my 20s as a whole, my time, my experiences, like the lack of responsibilities, even though I had tremendous responsibilities at my like at that time in my life and just really appreciate it. So I think gratitude plays a key part in all of this. So I hope this is helpful. Thank you so much, you guys, for sharing this space and time with me today. I hope you have a beautiful day. Keep coming back for more and stay tuned because next week I am hosting soul sister and beauty guru Gigi Vogel from Delahart and I cannot wait for you to hear our conversation. So over now. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Leave me a good review. Okay. Yeah. Love y'all. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Sana Skin Studio. Be sure to use my code, the no glow for $25 off of your first facial at Sana when booking via sanaskinstudio.com. More than a skin studio, Sana is a movement towards healthier skin and self-love. Thank you so much for listening to The No. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The No. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The No with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams.